with just one eye, a broken leg, and a face only a mother could love, I ended up here in this cage. Not sure what crime I committed. I was minding my own business until a net was thrown over my head. I guess wandering in the streets is a crime and tipping over garbage cans for food. Beat it! Get out of here! And relieving myself on some poor sap's lawn. I would rather walk with a friend in the dark than alone in the night. Welcome to Earth Stories. As long as I can remember, I lived without borders. The gatekeepers didn't like my freedom. It went against their conformist ideas. So they had to put an end to my dangerous ways. Who were you talking to? Dakota's vibrant eyes looked me over, and her perfect button nose sniffed me from head to toe. None of your business. Can a fella have some peace and quiet around here? She gave me a playful smile and brushed her hair against my legs. If I wasn't so ugly, I'd have a fighting chance to get with her. But who would want this one eye, broken leg, dried out turnip by their side? Excuse me? What is your problem? I guess this place is getting to me. I, you know, I, I didn't mean to snap at you. A warm smile returned to her gorgeous face. I can't stand it here either, but I try to make the best of it. I suggest you do the same. Dakota's nonchalant attitude stood in contrast to the rustic environment. She moved like a queen in her kingdom, forgetting she's trapped in a cage. Make the best of what? They feed us crap and deny our basic rights. She scratched around her ears and batted her eyes. What should we do? Fight against an impossible system or play along to survive? Don't get me wrong. I'm the baddest bitch in this facility, but I'm also practical. Out of everyone, she stood out like a beautiful rose in the desert. How did you end up in this place? Well, I ask the same question every day. She paused to gather her thoughts. I've been in and out of many homes for as long as I could remember. When the owner gets bored, I'm sent back here. It could be my refined standards that some may view as high maintenance. One of my owners insisted I wear a pink skirt and matching shoes just to prance around for his enjoyment. The nerve of him. Another owner trained me to do tricks and fetches beer. Come on, girl, you can do it. Now go to the fridge. My penalty for not complying in his cage. I wanted to sniff her and feel her presence, but I didn't want to look desperate. Besides all that, I have one eye, an ugly face, and a broken leg. A small slot opened at the bottom of the cage. A bowl of food and water was pushed in. She gave me a look. I nodded as she feasted on the slop, 
they gave us the same thing twice a day. If we behave, you know what? They'd even throw in a treat. When I arrived, I refused to eat and gritted my teeth when the bull was pushed through. My hunger strike fell on deaf ears, so to speak. They didn't seem to care that I was losing too much weight. So I swallowed my pride, ate the food, and devised a plot to break free. Still working on that one. So what about you? Do you recall your owners? Even with her face covered in the bowl, she was a rainbow in the clouds. You keep on forgetting. Most of my life was in the streets. Owners, or so-called masters, made my life a living hell. So I made my own path and wrote my own rules. The bad boy persona didn't seem to impress her. Damn it, she saw through me. We all need a place to call home. And I'm not talking about the streets. Some of the food clung to her cheeks as she continued. I had some good masters. They provided me with a stable home until things went south. Dakota was the finest bitch I've ever seen. It's hard to imagine anyone throwing her out. It looks like we have another one. A man down the hallway carefully inspected each cage. This may be your lucky day. Her perpetual hope made me feel like throwing up in my mouth. There's no such thing as luck and happy endings. It's for romantic fools. No one wants a one-eye, ugly face, busted leg mutt. In contrast, Dakota was perfect. If she had a flaw, it was her sunny disposition and her unyielding pursuit to see the cup half full. Like a theater performance, the inmates put on a show. Each one looked adorable. Even Rex looked civilized rather than a dick. Come on, Murphy. Play along. You want to get out, right? I can't stand the name Murphy. It was written on my collar, so the name stuck. She had a point, but I was tired of playing the game, all for the chance of making out of this cage. Dakota stripped off her dignity and pranced around the cage like a cute ballerina. I wasn't having it. I'm not a monkey or a clown in the circus. So I sat in a corner and gave him a dead stare. Instead of looking away, he did the unthinkable and stuck his fingers through the cage. What the heck? I'll humor him a little. If he tries anything funny, I'll minus a digit. Dakota stopped prancing around and looked at me. I looked at her and then back at the stranger. Limping ten steps towards him, I stopped, sniffed, and continued. Doesn't he know I'm blind in one eye with an ugly face and a broken leg? I recall the times I was punched and kicked. So, 
I kept my distance. He muttered some rubbish to the jailer. It looks like you're getting out. Are you crazy? Come on, look at me. I ain't prime rib if you catch my drift. I could barely walk, so I can't fetch sticks and catch frisbees in the, in the air. Not everyone has the same skills. It doesn't work that way. You have to play with the cards you're dealt. Rather than focusing on the things you lack, focus on the things you have. The jailer turned the lock and held out a leech in his hand. My heart shattered with the thought of never seeing her again. So I showed my teeth to the stranger and stood my ground. No, Murphy, it's not worth it. You know what they'll do if you attack. She was right. So I calmed down and allowed the jailer to attach the leash. I won't forget about you. Remember to be brave and strong. I stuck my head out of the window and felt the autumn breeze. My new owner flipped through the radio stations and gave me the occasional glance through the rear view. Don't miss our special segment, Escape from the Woke, where we take a deep dive into the cultural shift of the Western world. Tonight, a man barely makes it out alive of his neighborhood after pleading with no avail for the police to intervene. That's Escape from the Woke, tonight at 8 p.m. Central on your Welcome to Earth Stories channel. He seemed emotionally balanced and well-adjusted, but even serial killers could act like Mr. Rogers. We pulled up to a suburban home, greeted by a for sale sign on the lawn. There was also a play structure with no children in sight. One of the neighbors spotted us through the chain-link fence. I reckon you're new, the long-haired stranger said. Well, you could say that. So tell me about my new master. What's he like? Let's put it this way. He looked at the play structure and returned his attention to me. Ever since his family disappeared, things fell apart. For instance, he stopped cutting the lawn, the tall grass got out of hand, until local authorities stepped in. Most nights, he stumbled out of his car and barely makes it to the door. My new master seemed responsible and didn't fit the description, but what do I know? What in the hell happened to you? I wasn't sure if it was empathy or disgust as he examined my broken leg and missing eye. You think I look bad? You should see the other fellow. Shaggy chuckled and didn't press any further. Besides, I don't know him from a hole in the wall. How's your master? 
He treats me like the apple of his eye, with constant walks, good food, and belly rubs. Bright and early, just before the sun licks the skies, we go for a jog along the trails. We don't choose our masters. That's why I'm grateful for the one I receive. His house is spacious with a skylight, spiral staircase, and a backyard overlooking an open field. He murmured something. Pointed to some cushions on the floor. This must be my sleeping quarters. A bit lame, but it would work. It sure is a far cry from sleeping under rail stations and bridges. He tried again to touch me. I stepped back and showed him my teeth. The only touch I'm familiar with is a punch or a boot to the head. That's how I lost my left eye, if you're keeping track. And my busted leg was from being thrown down the stairs. The family portrait sat above the fireplace. Children's artwork decorated the fridge. He babbled something. Moved to the cupboard and took out a large bag of food. I sniffed, glanced up at him, and sniffed some more. It looked better than the prison food, so I took a few bites. Not long after... I finished the bowl. I wondered about the family portrait and the abandoned play structures on his lawn. Shaggy said his family disappeared. But the obvious question remained. After three weeks, I have to admit, it started to feel like home. However, I still kept my distance. Every day, he took me out on walks and examined my broken leg. Taking out a notebook, he jotted something down. What was he writing? Like clockwork, he dished out my food and awarded me with treats. However, in the middle of the night, I heard his tears. As he sat by the fireplace, clinching the photo, I need some answers. How's it going, Orbit? Can you believe it? After several weeks, I finally remembered Shaggy's real name. What's up? When I moved in, you said my owner's family disappeared. Do you have any more details? He scratched around his ear before he answered. Maybe it has something to do with his car. Not that one. The one parked in his garage. I slipped under the garage door, saw the back of the vehicle, and made my way to the front. The hood of the car was bent, kind of like like an accordion. The windshield was smashed. Blood covered the passenger seats. It all made sense now. Over time, our daily walks became more infrequent. 
and he became more withdrawn. Every night, he got out of his car and staggered to the front door. And every night, I heard him weeping by the fireplace. One night, I saw my master standing on the chair with a rope around his neck. Just before he stepped forward, I screamed. He froze, gave me a look of despair, and melted into tears. Who would have thought that a one-eye, broken-legged mutt can save someone's life? From that night on, he no longer staggered home and cried himself to sleep. I allowed him to touch me as he examined the broken bones on my hind leg. He scribbled something down in his notebook and made a device. He adjusted the device around my broken leg and encouraged me to walk. Tentatively, I took a few steps and then some more. There was no limping. My broken leg was as good as new. Pretty good ending, isn't it? I mean, what more do you want? Okay, okay. Since you're still listening, there's one more tidbit to the story. I heard the sound of his vehicle as I leapt to my feet and waited at the door. I grew to appreciate this routine. The pat on the back, the stroke around the ears, but tummy rubbing is still out of the question. I heard other footsteps approach and sniffed a familiar fragrance. I knew that smell from miles away, but it couldn't be her. The key inserted. The door opened. Standing in front of me, in all of her glory, was Dakota. During the whole COVID pandemic, there was a lot of people adopting pets. It was a, it was a big thing, at least in my city of Ottawa. But the sad thing is, after the pandemic, people started returning their dogs. I mean, it was, it was so sad because they had a home for a while. But then when life got busy and people got out of, out of their caves and went back into the real world, they got a little bit too busy to take care of the dog. I've always liked pets. I, I don't have a pet right now. I had a dog a long time ago when I was living in Jamaica. So there's always been a soft spot in my heart for, for animals in general. And I always like to write about them. And, and this story is a, a different type of story, right? It's It's seen through the eyes of this dog that didn't receive much love, much attention. But he was instrumental in saving somebody's life. And his owner was instrumental in saving the dog's life as well. They definitely needed each other to make it through. 
Thank you for listening to this episode. Definitely, definitely appreciate it. By the way, if you are thinking about starting a podcast, but you have no time to edit and you just want to get your words out, then you could hire me. I've been editing podcasts since 2017. I've also edited podcasts for a couple of other shows as well. So if you're interested, go on my website, welcome to earthstories.com. Wait, dude, you're going too fast. Welcome to earthstories.com. That's more like it. You could also reach out to me on Twitter. That's probably the best place. My handle there is Poetic Earthling. Don't worry, you don't have to write everything down right now because all the information is in the show description on your device. And also, last but not least, if this episode gave you some encouragement, gave you some insight, then please share it with a friend. Whatever. Just hit the share button. That share button. Do you mean this doohickey? Yep, that one right there. And send it out on all of your social media sites. That's about it for me. Remember, be kind to each other. Be a good earthling. And I'll talk to you soon. Murphy's Law, written and produced by York Campbell. Orbit was performed by Timothy from Create Art Podcast. What in the hell happened to you? And Dakota was performed by yours truly. To give back to the show, please buy York a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash earth stories. To read the articles and to view the artwork for each episode, please visit welcometoearthstories.com. I'm Shantae from ctamarketing.biz. Thank you for listening and see you next time on Welcome to Earth Stories. He treats me like the apple of his eye with constant walks, good food, and belly rubs. Oh, belly rubs. Riding early just before the sun licks the skies, we go for a jog along the trails. We don't choose our masters. That's why I'm grateful for the one I received. Welcome to Good Stories. If I was a dog, what kind of dog would I be? I would be a, uh, I don't know, either a bulldog, English bulldog, or a uh, mastiff, a big, dumb, loyal dog. Welcome to Earth Stories. This is Timothy Kimo Bryan signing off for now.